Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial Puzzle starts now. Welcome to Solving the Financial Puzzle. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Dan Capril, your local financial coach right here in Cincinnati, Dayton, and the surrounding communities. Great to have you along with us today. And Dan, thanks for being here. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, although I'm having like football withdrawals right now. You know, it's it's weird. You know, you, you get into this habit of watching football every week, and it's like this every year. I don't know if you ever noticed it. And then boom. It's gone. So when I was a kid, uh, I think it was the Packers and Broncos Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and when it was over, I couldn't help it. I cried at the end of the game, <laughs> and my mom was like, "Why are you crying? You didn't like really either of these two yeah. teams." And I was like, "Football's over." <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I have my emotions a little bit better in check nowadays, but you know yeah. that that's how invested people get uh, into this thing, and there is well, kind you of know this what hole is a little bit, you know. And now we're in this lull, so we're yes. waiting for March Madness to start. And once that gets going, boom, that you know that fills the void quite nicely. And until then, right now we're in this little lull. So, and anyway, before I'm doing know, great. Before you know it, all we'll have is baseball, Dan. And that's true. That's uh, true. Not to offend baseball fans out there, but the summer is just you know that's that's where <laughs> I get really depressed. <laughs> um, but now everything is great, and uh, we got another great show ahead. So I'm very excited. Yeah, here's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, We'll answer some of your questions uh, in just a little bit on the program. We'll also play a little bit of financial game show. Uh, This is going to be a lot of fun, talking about some of our favorite game shows and where we see these things play out in the financial world, which isn't always a good thing. We'll cover some Social Security myths and another great story on Tales from the tax side. All of that on the way on today's program. If you want to submit a question to be featured on the show, I invite you to go to quizdan.com and quizdan. Again, that's quizdan.com. Dan is a certified financial planner and, again, your local wealth coach right here in Cincinnati and Dayton. I've got a couple of good questions to start off the show this week with Dan, the first of which comes to us from Joe in Loveland. Joe says, what percentage of my current income should I plan on needing once I retire next year, I've heard a lot of differing theories. Well, Joe, you're going to love this answer. I have absolutely no idea because that's completely up to you. And what I mean by that is, you know, you know what you need money for. You know what you want to do with your life. Now, the, when I get this question, and I get it a lot because people come to our office and I'll say to them, I'll say, well, how much do you feel you need to be comfortable during retirement? And l- literally, you would have thought I asked them how to split the atom. Because they look at me like, well, we have no ideas. All right. Well, here's a very easy way to find out, Joe. For the next 30 days, and I mean this, I want you to keep a little notebook in your pocket. You could even be a little piece of paper. It doesn't matter. Every time you spend money on anything, whether you're paying your mortgage, you're buying Starbucks, you're filling up your car, whatever it is, I want you to write that down. Now, a couple things are going to happen after 30 days. Number one, you're going to get a lot of great information that's going to help you answer this question. Oh, and by the way, if you charge anything, you got to put what you charged on. So don't, you know, make sure you count that too. We're not just talking cash purchases here. But a couple things are going to happen. Number one, you're going to notice great information. You're going to get the answer to that question. But the other thing that's going to happen is you're going to find yourself after about two weeks spending a lot less money. Now, this is a beneficial byproduct of this exercise because what happens is you're constantly confessing to yourself that you're spending money. And when you're putting it in your conscious mind like that, suddenly there are things that you're spending money on that you don't need. And you're, you're admitting that to yourself. In fact, a lot of the things that we buy, we don't really need. Uh, so you're going to be getting tired of confessing to yourself that you're wasting money. But at the end of that, you know, just go with it. Just go with it. I mean, if you talk yourself out of buying something, great. 
But at the end of that month, there's your answer, in my opinion. Now, you're going to have to factor in some other situations, like if you retire and you're going to need to pay for your health insurance or Medicare supplements. Yeah, we need to add that in, okay? But I think that's going to be a good benchmark. I know people who, if I told them that they could retire on a third of their normal salary, they'd be like, oh, that'd be fantastic. I know others that if I tell them they had to retire on what they earn now, they think that you know I'm putting them in the poorhouse. Everybody is different. So let's find out what that is for you. But seriously, folks, do this exercise. It's the same exercise they have you do at Weight Watchers. And not surprisingly, it's all about psychology. But let's get that information. So for the next 30 days, just write down everything that you spend money on. Don't, don't draw judgment. Just do it. You'll naturally find yourself spending less. But that's valuable data that, unfortunately, most people don't have. And this is an easy way to get it. It's a great question, Joe. A lot of people kind of start here and then get pointed in the right direction. I think that's uh, what you're trying to do, right, Dan, is, is make sure people are pointed in the right direction before you start taking the steps forward. Yeah, I mean, just don't buy into anything cookie cutter or rules of thumb as it relates to personal financial advice. Those rules of thumb were created to sell magazines or to radio <laughs> radio time or, or TV shows, all right, or write books. Those rules of thumbs don't apply to you. Find out what you need and then and then work it from there. Good question, Joey. Let's get another one here from Michelle in Hyde Park. Michelle says, I hear a lot of buy gold commercials on the radio, and you're also on the radio, so I'm assuming you probably have an opinion. Oh, you think, Michelle? Yeah. Dan Capril <laughs> have an opinion? Unbelievable. One or two. Uh, what's your take on investing in gold or other precious metals? Yeah, it's kind of funny now. I've been watching these commercials about silver, and silver's been yeah. tanking. So they're going, if you buy it now and it goes back to its all-time highest price, you'll have a 200% rate of return. All right, couple of things. Uh, gold and silver, in my opinion, great for jewelry, bad for a portfolio. And I say that because there's such a level of volatility with precious metals. They tend to perform only when the economy is horrible, which is not the norm. Usually the economy isn't all that bad, but they have such high volatility that if you were to look at them historically, they produce rates of return somewhere in that 5 to 6% range, but with a volatility far higher than that of stocks. Now, stocks historically produce in that 9 to 11% range. So if I'm going to take on risk, I want to get paid for it. And the way that we measure volatility when it comes to investments is we look at standard deviation, which you may remember from your high school stats class. But in other words, what I want you to realize is this is a highly volatile asset class, and it really doesn't have much of an expected rate of return. So the only time I've ever been convinced that a precious metal could be a good investment, and actually there is some evidence to this, but it's not truly a precious metal the way you think of it, is if you bought rare U.S. coins. Rare U.S. coins are an interesting animal. First of all, they are made of silver and gold, you know, unlike today where they sandwich it in. So there's that. But secondly, they're not being produced anymore. In fact, I could argue there are fewer and fewer of them every year because somebody always has a house fire or something gets stolen or whatever the case might be. So they do have a nice linear, well, I wouldn't say linear, but it's amazing how consistent they, they return every single year. Uh, but you've got to know what you're doing in that field. And there's a lot of ripoffs and you know, quality of coin and all those other things. So uh, now, look, if, if gold was such a great investment, they wouldn't be trying to convince you to buy it. They'd be holding it on to, for themselves. The reality is that they have no idea. And they are not these gold pushers and silver pushers are not scrutinized the way investment community is legally. So they're able to say a lot of outrageous things. That's probably going to change eventually. But they can say a lot of outrageous things to try to get you to buy. And that does worry me. Less so now, because once again, it's shown its real value as it's fallen. Horrible economies are not the norm, particularly if you live in the United States. So if you do think, you know, we're going towards some major economic catastrophe, okay. But I would argue really what you want to buy is soybeans or something that you could really trade. But in any event, not a big fan of it for investing. Uh, but you know, jewelry, great, go for it. Uh, I don't know. Do they? I don't know if they used gold and silver to fill your teeth anymore. But, but in any event, I'm sure that's um, still somewhat of a trend out there. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess. I guess you know. I, I love the temporary caps that like uh, Chad Ochocinco used to put on. You know, I used to think, man, he's got all his teeth gold now. Those were just temporaries he put on there. Plat platinum <laughs> is uh, you know the new thing. I guess. So. I guess. I guess. I don't know. Crazy. 
But it's a good question, Michelle. I mean, precious metals, they have a lot of marketing dollars behind oh, those, yeah. and you got to mm-hmm. remember that. And, yeah. um, and just huge volatility that goes with it. Again, what you're saying is, you know, we think things are going to get so bad that the U.S. dollar is not going to be worth anything. And, you know, back when it was super weak, you know, I guess they had an argument. Now it's super strong. I mean, I went up to Canada, you know, a month or so ago, and it was amazing how cheap things were because it only cost me 70 cents to buy a Canadian dollar. Three, four years ago, they were, they were trading at par. It was a different story. So just don't get caught up with the doom and gloom. A lot of money to be made in doom and gloom. It's like, it's like man-made global warning, quote unquote. Sorry, folks, I don't buy it. There's too much money associated with it. It's the same thing when it comes to the gold business. Is, uh, you got to know the motivations of things and uh, follow, follow the money. Too. Follow the money. Absolutely. And uh, that's a great question, Michelle. Thank you for that one. Again, we're talking with Dan Capril. He is your local wealth coach here in Cincinnati and Dayton. Dan and his team at Matson and Capril have offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and in northern Kentucky as well. 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call to reach Dan Capril. 844-784-9326. One more question to feature from one of our listeners today. This one's from Rebecca in Anderson. Rebecca says, For the past two years, I've been telling myself that it's time to get off the investment roller coaster and lock in some of my gains before the market takes a tumble. But every time I'm about to make a change, the market has another great day. So I just keep things as they are. How do I know when I should make a change? Here's the answer, Rebecca. When you can get next week's newspaper today, that's when you're going to know. <laughs> now, I'm being cynical, right? You're never going to know. You're never going to know what the short-term news of the day is going to be. And, and sadly, there are a lot of people out there, a lot of organizations out there who want you to believe that they know. They don't. Markets react to news. News is unpredictable. Therefore, markets are unpredictable. So here's what you do. If you're in a properly diversified portfolio, you rebalance your portfolio as you receive success. So for example, if I had a portfolio that was 50% in fixed income, say short-term government corporate bonds, and then I had the other 50% in equities, let's say it was broken up between large and small companies in both the US and overseas. Well, every quarter, that 50-50 percentage is going to be off. Something's going to go up, something's going to go down. So if I rebalance, so let's say stocks are up, I might now be at 55.45 at the end of the quarter. Fine. I'm going to take that 5% gain and I'm going to put it over into my fixed income. And the next quarter, if if equities are down, fine. I'm going to move some money from fixed income and I'm going to buy some stocks. What is this doing? It's forcing us to buy when prices are low and sell when they're high, which is obviously what the game is all about. You're never going to know for certain what markets are gonna do before they do it. Don't speculate, invest. An investment means we understand that life is not linear. We understand returns aren't linear, fine. By rebalancing, you take advantage of these opportunities when the markets are not linear and you're able to sell some things high and buy some other things low. If you do that, in my opinion, your chances for success are far greater than for you to sit there and speculate as to what's going to happen. Because again, unless you have next week's newspaper, there's just no way to know. And this is one of the seven biggest problems that we see people make with their retirement. In fact, this one I call believing that there's such thing as a Nostradamus. In our book, Retirement Rescue, chapter one says, there is no Nostradamus. So what I would love is for all of our listeners to get a copy of our book. In fact, I'd like for you all to get a copy of what we call our Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And what it contains is a lot of information on the threats that face your retirement and how you can overcome them. It's written in a way that we went to great lengths to not make this overly detailed, overly cumbersome, but to give you the straight scoop on the mistakes people make in retirement and how you can avoid them. If you'd like a copy of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, the book, there's an audio piece. We're getting ready to release a DVD, which if you've, if you've already ordered it in the past, you'll be getting it. So don't worry about that. All those materials that are going to be coming in there, very simple to get. One way, text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Again, the word retire to 555 When you do that, you'll get a response back from me. Click on that, enter in your information, and we'll mail it out to you. This goes out in the mail. So if you if you, if you request it and you don't tell us where to send it, we don't know. Don't worry. You're not going to get bugged. The only thing we're going to do 
is we're going to put you on our subscription newsletter list so you'll get a copy of our monthly newsletter. And if you don't want that, just throw it away or give us a call. But uh, we get a lot of great compliments on our newsletter. I can't take full credit for it. Someone else really in our office does majority of the work. But it's a good newsletter. It's called Dan Caprill Solving the Financial Puzzle. So text the word retire to 555-888 or you can give us a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN. Leave a message like today and tonight. If you're listening to the show here Saturday night, just leave a message. Beth will get back to you first thing Monday. Make sure you call her back, though. Or, or just leave us, leave us your contact info, and we'll send it to you there. Or go to quizdan.com. Click the big button that says Quiz Dan. Tell us you want the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Fill in your information. Boom, you got it. Again, this is to get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit from Dan Capril and his team at Matson and Capril. takes about 30 seconds to request that toolkit. Very easy. Again, all you have to do is text the word RETIRE to the number 555-888. Text RETIRE to 555-888 and make sure that uh, you get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. You'll click on that link, fill out the info, and it'll be on its way to you. Text the word RETIRE to 555-888. By the way, if you do not have a smartphone, I'll encourage you to just call instead to get in touch with Dan Capril and ask for that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And that number is 844-QUIZ-DAN. 844-QUIZ-DAN. 844-784-9326. That's how you get your hands on the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Stay with us. Much more coming up on today's show. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Capril. With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. In Cincinnati and Dayton, turn to Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326 to schedule a complimentary review of your financial situation. Find out how you can better prepare for your financial future by calling Dan at 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844 844- 784-9326. Composer Stephen Sondheim once said, the nice thing about doing a crossword puzzle is you know there is a solution. That's exactly how you can view the financial world. You know there's a solution to the sometimes complex challenges facing you, especially when you plan for retirement. And if you need some help finding the right answers, then keep listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Capril. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle, the show that helps you not only get to and through your retirement years, but helps you in all those other uh, facets of your financial life. Dan Capril is a certified financial planner and your local wealth coach with offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and in Northern Kentucky as well, serving you throughout the community. He's the president of Matson and Capril. If you want to get in touch, call 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-QUIZ-DAN. Quiz Dan. Uh, we got some great questions from our listeners earlier in the show, but now it's time, and I, I should do this in my best game show host voice, it's time for the financial game show. Welcome, everybody, to the program. Uh, no, I'm just messing around. Uh, Dan, do you have a favorite uh, game show? Just just without any sort of financial connection here, just any game show you either watch now or used to watch? When I was a kid, you know, you'd be home sick from school. And, you know, this is back in the days of only four or five channels. Mm -hmm. And so your choice, you had a choice, soap operas or game shows. And the the one I liked the most, it might have been specific to the the New York area where I grew up in Long Island. It was called the Joker's Wild. Mm. And you would pull a slot machine. And um, depending on what came up, that determined the value of your question in terms of points, you know, how many you would get. So... If you got three jokers, you know, that was just a ton of points that you could win. And then, of course, you had to answer the question. So that show I liked because I even at age 12, I could answer the questions. Jeopardy, boy, that used to blow my mind how people could be that smart. Now, I, I think I can handle my own okay on Jeopardy. But but yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of them. But it is funny, though, how a lot of game shows can reflect life. So earlier, Walter and I were kind of kicking around, you know, what, what are some of these game shows now? What if they were like in the, in the financial world? And you know, The Price is Right, which I guess is one of the probably one of the most popular ones. Hugh Carey does it now, Bob Barker for years. Yeah. You know, I, I was a big fan of Price is Right when Bob Barker was on. I'm not a big yeah. Hugh Carey fan, so I, I've certainly, yeah. not that I had time nowadays to watch it, but if I did have the time, I still probably wouldn't be that into it. I just, I don't know. I miss Bob. 
Well, you know, when I was like a 14-year-old, I was just in love with the models. <laughs> <laughs> and they stayed on that show forever. I guess if you get that gig, just kind of like Vanna White, you don't give that gig They would up. have That's the regulars, be, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's got to be the easiest gig. I mean, I do know, a lot of people may not be aware, but they usually film all five segments in one day. So if you've got that gig, you you work one day a week, that's that's not a bad way to go, assuming that they, uh, they pay you well. But uh, yeah, so The Price is Right is interesting because, you know, on that show, you're trying to determine what something is, is worth. And we see that now a lot with investments. You'll, you'll see people trying to tell you whether a stock is undervalued or overvalued. And the truth of the matter is the, the current price is always the right price because everything we know about it, it's already factored into the price. So if you're looking at, I don't know, let's do company XYZ, just so I don't quote a company wrong today on the radio. Company XYZ and company XYZ is trading at 50 bucks a share. Folks, it's neither undervalued or overvalued. It's worth 50 bucks a share. Now, if you have information that nobody else has, well, then you could say, it's overvalued or undervalued. But assuming that's not the case, of course, it would be illegal in almost every case to act on that information, then the, the current market price is the right price. And what we have to do is try to get away from speculating in which direction it's going to go. If it moves, I assure you, it'll be a news event that drives it. Either a general news event, like the overall economy, or a news event specific to that company. Now, one exception might be super small companies. You know, there are companies out there that only get traded two, three times a week. So if the owner of a current stock decides he wants to sell some of it, that just that one action is going to move the stock. But if we're talking your bigger companies, your blue chips, no, it's, it's, it's really going to be the supply and demand for the stock at a given point. Try not to get into this game of the prices right as it relates to your stocks because it, it's a loser's game. Yeah, it's the Price is Right. Uh, one of my favorites, but wouldn't want to play that in the financial world. Most of these games, by the way, that we're going to talk about, it's kind of a bad thing if you're playing these game shows. Yeah, these in your are financial not the life. games. Yeah. You want to play. Yeah, don't don't want to play these games. All right, another game show that we see people try to play in the financial world, and this one sounds appropriate, but still kind of a bad direction to go in, is Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I don't know if a game show has captured the nation as much as that show did for many, many yeah. months when it was at its height, uh, and it still gets played a lot in the financial realm today. Yeah, I mean, the, the thought is here in the course of a 30-minute show, you could become rich. And we see that in the financial world all the time, too. We see people trying to find the next Microsoft or the next Apple. I even see ads like that. You know, you'll see an ad, will say, analysts say this could be the next Amazon. Nobody knows. If you give up get-rich-quick schemes, you're going to really avoid a lot of the mistakes that people make. Look, for the overwhelming majority of people, success comes in small increments over time. Give up the whole home run hitting approach. I mean, if you look at the history of lottery winners who clearly did make it overnight, almost all of them give it all back because they don't have the disciplines for it. So try to avoid that. You know, that old adage, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah, it really is. So let's get away from this. Let's build success incrementally over time. You know, if you could build your net worth 6 7% a year, it's going to double in about 12 years. So you have to have more realistic mindset for that. And if that just seems too long in the future, well, I don't know, maybe you should speculate, but I, I, I don't recommend it. The likelihood is you fail. Um, put the odds in your favor. Avoid things like, you know, who wants to be a millionaire? I mean, we all do. In fact, unfortunately, a million dollars isn't as much as it used to be. So to me, it's like, well, who wants to be a multimillionaire? But folks, try to avoid breaking the rules, like putting all your money in one stock, or, God, I, I met a guy once who actually invested in Iraqi currency. It's crazy. Don't do it, folks. Don't do it. Mm. So all of these things speak to the mistakes that we make very often with our money. And sometimes we have to be rescued from these mistakes or to be rescued from ourselves. And the way that we try to help our listeners with that is we, we wrote a book called Retirement Rescue. And it's seven lessons to help protect your retirement future. So I'd love for all of our listeners to get a copy of the book. In fact, we give you more than just the book. We're going to give you an entire kit. We call it the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. So inside, you're going to not only the book, you're going to get a free report. You're going to get um, an audio CD and a DVD. A lot of great information in there about the mistakes that you can make in retirement and how to minimize them. Some of the ones we talked about here, I talk a lot about taxes and the fact that if you're getting ready to retire, 
you need to understand that your money in your 401k, 403b IRA, that's a ticking tax time bomb. And you need to take strategies to minimize the impact of that, especially if tax rates rise in the future. I love the fact that this administration is talking about lowering taxes. Trust me, folks, the pendulum will swing someday and you're going to be dealing with this issue once again. So get a copy of it. Very simple. Text the word retire to 555-888. Again, the word retire to 555-888. You'll get a response back from me. Click on it. Enter your information. This is if you have a smartphone. If you don't have a smartphone, simple. Either call my office right now, 844-QUIZ-DAN. You'll have a recording. You'll have my voice. It'll say, leave your information. On Monday, Beth will get in touch with you. Make sure you get your kit or go to quizdan.com. Click the green button, enter information in there. We'll get you the kit right away. Again, this is the way to get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Text the word RETIRE to the number 555-888. Text RETIRE to 555-888, and you can get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit at your fingertips. Uh, It takes about 30 seconds to do all this. You just text RETIRE to 555-888. Click on the link and fill out your info, and we got to know where to send the toolkit and we'll do just that for you. If you don't have a smartphone, just give us a call and request the toolkit instead. As Dan mentioned, that number is 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Stay with us. Much more coming up on today's show. You're listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle. Still tales from the tax side and more right around the corner. Dan Capril is your local advisor in Cincinnati and Dayton. He's a certified financial planner and the person that you can turn to for guidance and advice in the financial world. His team has offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Call to schedule a complimentary review of your retirement plan by dialing 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. If you need some wealth coaching, some time to discuss how you can better prepare for retirement, then call Dan and the team at Matson and Capril at 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. Perhaps the most famous scene of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit features a game of riddles between Bilbo Baggins and Gollum. Gollum asked Bilbo what devours all things. The answer, of course, is time. Don't let wasted time keep you from a successful retirement. Now back to Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Capril. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Capril. He is your local wealth coach, certified financial planner here in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas, serving you with offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky as well. Your number to call to reach Dan if you have questions about your financial plan and about the process, it's easy to get in touch. 844-QUIZ-DAN is the number to call, 844-784-9326. And you can also find him online by going to quizdan.com. That's quizdan.com place to go online to get more information about Dan and his team. Dan, let's talk about Social Security. And in particular, I'm just curious about some of the top Social Security myths that you have encountered. And if you can sort of break that down for us, because I know that we're not going to rely on Social Security for our financial life in retirement. We shouldn't. It's a part of it, though. Well, sadly, for two-thirds of all Americans, that's it. And unfortunately, that's part of the reason that it's it's become the issue that it is. I jokingly call it social insecurity. But, you know, let's first understand what's at play here with Social Security. Uh, You know, a few years ago when he was running for president, Rick Perry got in trouble because he referred to Social Security as a Ponzi scheme. And that's exactly what it is. I mean, if you go on the SEC website, read their definition of a Ponzi scheme, it is. It's the idea that you have a lot of people at the bottom putting money in. And then a very few people at the top are pulling money out. And as long as you can continue to grow that base, the Ponzi scheme never falls. But what always happens is the base starts to shrink or the people at the top start pulling more money out. And instead of having a pyramid, more people at the bottom than at the top, you have something that's starting to look more and more like a rectangle. Well, that's the case with Social Security. 42 workers for every recipient. That's what it was back in the 30s when they started the program. Today, it's three. And in less than 10 years, it's estimated to be 
two. And I know that because that's when I'll be eligible for it because I already <laughs> read all those numbers. All right. So, all right. I say that because we need to be aware what this is. Having said all that, though, some things that you will hear about from a doom and gloom standpoint aren't quite as bad. So first of all, the first myth is that there's a perfect time to start collecting Social Security. That's a myth. The people who tend to perpetuate that are people that are selling you annuities. They have a little sales presentation they like to do, so they, they use that as their, as their strategy. My recommendation is that that answer has to be customized for you. As a general rule of thumb, although not always the case, I actually like people to start taking Social Security as soon as they've retired, unless they're living, they got a pension that's big enough to meet all their needs. And by pension, I mean a guaranteed income stream from their employer. I and mean, less than 20% of all people have that, and usually it's not enough. And the reason I'm more inclined for you to take it sooner rather than later is because you can't leave it to anybody. You can leave your savings to anybody. So if you push it back, does that mean you're going to have to spend more of your savings? And, you know, we can argue as to which one in the end turns out better. But the fact of the matter is the longer you delay it, the older you have to live in order to come out ahead. And that's not guaranteed, right? But the bottom line is it has to be customized to you. So whenever you hear someone say, oh, you should always delay it to age 70. No, that's bunk. I have clients that are waiting until age 70. I have a lot of clients who took it as soon as they retire. And I have plenty in between. Has to be customized to your situation. All right, so that's the first one. The second one is the system's going to run out of money, so you need to you know, get everything you can. You know, do it now. Okay, that's false too. Right now, what is happening is for many, many years we had more money going into the system than was coming out, so you had a surplus, and it is from that surplus that additional benefits get paid. If that surplus goes away, the money that goes in compared to the money that goes out, is about 75%. So in other words, if there was no surplus, you still have people working. You still have people putting money into the Social Security system. That money doesn't go into some account with their name on it. So if you're working, when you put money in Social Security, it doesn't go in an account with your name. There's no Walter Storhold Social Security account out there. Now, it's money going in, and in your case, Walter, it's going right to your parents. You might as well just hand them a check. Because <laughs> that's what's happening. So if there was no surplus, then you know if Social Security quote unquote runs out of money, all that means is the checks are smaller. It doesn't mean that there are no checks. Now, that's not likely to happen ever because the politicians are never going to allow it to happen. They are either going to tax the workers more or they're going to make you wait longer before you can get a check. They may tax the benefit more, which is another way of lowering the benefit without actually lowering the benefit. So there's a lot of Band-Aid remedies that politicians can do and will do, largely because they're so afraid of AARP and its lobbying group that nobody wants to fix the system the way it should be fixed. But really, a Ponzi scheme isn't going to work forever. Probably what will ultimately happen is if they never get around to having the courage to fixing it. And probably the only way you'll have the courage is if you give congressmen, senators term limits, uh, because then they'll almost be forced by their own conscience to do the right thing. But what'll just happen is it'll be a system where, you know, everyone just pays in significantly higher taxes. So there's a problem that, that comes up, but it's not going away. So especially, look, if you're in your 50s, you're going to, the system that we have today, that's your system. If you're in your 20s, I hope for your benefit, there's a better system than this. I really, really do. You deserve it. You deserve getting better than a 1.5% rate of return on your money. You deserve better than a system that makes you pay the tax twice on your benefits. You pay tax when the money goes into the system because you don't get to deduct it. And there's an excellent chance you'll pay tax on the money when it comes out, depending on your earning level. So if you're younger, I really do hope that you get a better system because you deserve it. But if you're in your 50s, 60s, older, this system's not going to go anywhere. No politician is going to allow it to just expire. Although, frankly, I wish they would to give you something better. But there's so much rhetoric out there. No one has the courage to really do it. George Bush tried, and they almost, you know, they went nuts on him. And it will only happen with a second-term president because then there's no re-election concerns. The third myth is that my Social Security has nothing to do with my other financial considerations. And that is really bunk because... It's part of your overall picture, but you need to understand this. 
The money that you have sitting in your 401k, in your IRA, when you pull that money out to live on, the amount that you pull out is going to determine whether or not you must pay tax on those Social Security benefits. So for example, if you're a married couple, and if I took one half of your Social Security benefits and I added it to your other sources of income, your IRA withdrawals, your 401k, maybe your pension, if that exceeds over $44,000, then 85% of your Social Security check is subjected to taxation. Think about that. You put the money in after tax, you now have to pay tax on the money coming out. Now, I've been talking on this show again and again and again for a long time that what people need to do, particularly in their 50s, is they need to start repositioning their money away from tax-deferred vehicles and putting it more in tax-free vehicles. In many cases, it's pay some of the tax now or utilize other tax-free vehicles. So for example, Roth IRA is tax-free. Cash value life insurance is tax-free. Use these vehicles because then if you generate income from them during your retirement years, you don't pay tax on them. You get your Social Security benefits tax-free if you're not relying heavily on your other 401k IRA accounts, assuming you still have money in them. So very often with the clients that we work with, we'll have them pull money out of their 401k slash IRA accounts equal to their deductions and exemptions. Now, a standard deduction exemption for people over 65, about $23,000. We'll have them pull that out tax-free. We'll have them pull additional money that they may need from their, their, their Roth IRA or from their life insurance cash value, tax-free. And then by default, their Social Security benefits completely tax-free. So this is the type of planning and strategies you need to be doing in your 50s. Everybody keeps talking about returns. Returns are great. I love them too. But taxes are going to hurt you even more. So to give you some more information on this, I really recommend all the listeners get a copy of our Retirement Rescue Toolkit. It is a box full of information that discusses what I like to call the ticking tax time bomb. The fact of the matter is that if tax rates rise in the future to handle entitlement spending, the amount of money that you have in your 401k and your IRA is going to be less because they're going to tax it more. You need to protect yourself against this. You at least need to contemplate a strategy to minimize this. So if you get a copy of my toolkit, very simple to get. Text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Again, the word retired, triple five triple eight. Do that. You get a response back from me. Click on it. Enter your information. Boom. We'll send the kit out. If uh, you don't have a smartphone or you're driving, either call right now, 844-QUIZ-DAN. Call that number and leave a message. And Beth will get the toolkit to you on Monday. Or go to quizdan.com. Click on the big button that says Quiz Dan. Let us know you want the toolkit. Boom. We'll get it out to you. But folks, Social Security, it's not going to go away, but it's definitely going to be more challenged. And what we need to do is understand it and make good strategic decisions so we get the maximum amount. This is your money. You deserve to get it back. But it's going to be up to you to make the right decisions in order to do it. Again, this is how you can get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit in your fingertips. If you have questions about things like Social Security myths, taxes, all sorts of other implications for your financial future, it would behoove you to get more information. And you can do that easily by texting the word RETIRE to the number 555-888 and getting one of these Retirement Rescue Toolkits in your hands. Takes a couple of seconds to do this. Very easy. Just text the word RETIRE. Put that in the message field and send it to the number 555-888. You'll get a link back, click on it, put the info in there, and you'll get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit in the mail. It's that easy. If you don't have a smartphone, all you have to do is call 844-QUIZ-DAN and request the toolkit that way because when you go to click on the link in the text, you know, it's not going to work because you don't have a smartphone. So if you have a landline or a flip phone without, you know, internet connectivity, just give a call to 844-QUIZ-DAN. 844-784-9326, and you can still get access to that toolkit. You're listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle. There is more on the way. Dan Capril, our guest each and every week here on the show, is a certified financial planner and your local wealth coach. Don't move a muscle. Much more right around the corner here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Dan Capril is your local advisor in Cincinnati and Dayton. He's a certified financial planner and the person that you can turn to for guidance and advice in the financial world. 
His team has offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Call to schedule a complimentary review of your retirement plan by dialing 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. Lurking in the shadows and hiding in every investable asset, there is no escaping from... Tales from the Tax Side with Dan Caprill. Well, it's one of our favorite parts of the week. It's when we get to feature a great story from the tax world and apply it to our everyday lives. And uh, I see in the headline here, Dan, Better Call Saul is uh, is the headline of our show today. But I've also been given information, folks, that we're going to be talking about famous Walters. Famous Walters. So, you know, as, as, as you know, our, our, our host is, is Walter Storholt. And, yeah. and, and Walter Walter is definitely what I would call an older name. I it think is. you'd agree with that, mm-hmm. Walt, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like if, if you met a young woman today named Martha, it's not as common. But, you know, as a kid, actually, you know, Walter was there's my favorite basketball player. Walt Clyde Frazier. Of course, there's Walter Cronkite, the most trusted man mm-hmm. in America. Going through school, Walt Whitman. I'm sure you were named after one of those people. <laughs> I was named after my great-grandfather, who, who was, was probably named after Walt Frazier. Right? Maybe, maybe. He, <laughs> he was a Chicago Cubs fan, from, uh, but he yes. was from Norway originally. So uh-huh. I, I don't know where uh, he got his Walter name from. Uh-huh. I don't know. Well, if you were to ask young people today for a famous Walter, mm-hmm. without question, they would say Walter White. Yeah. Now, I've been hearing Walter a lot of that White. lately. I, yes. Growing so, up, it was Walt Disney, actually. Was, oh, yeah. How did I leave Disney off People would t- call me Disney sometimes. Gosh, how did I miss that? You're absolutely right. We would have called you Cronkite. But, yeah, Disney is definitely the... Definitely. All right. Well, Walter White is a is a not a real person. He's a fictional character. And if you ever watch the show, do you ever watch Breaking Bad, Walt? I have seen it. Yeah, I have seen okay. the shame that it has brought the name Walter. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> great program. All right. So the concept of the program is you have a high school chemistry teacher who is diagnosed with terminal lung cancer, and as a result, he realizes he is not financially prepared for his family. His wife is pregnant, and his oldest son has some special needs. Uh, cerebral palsy, I believe. So he decides he needs to make some money here. And he runs into one of his former students who now cooks crystal methamphetamine for a living. And uh, Walter, being a chemist and actually a very skilled chemist, he had been a part of a company that he sold out way too early, largely because his son had special needs. And so he needed to get a more realistic job and, and he became a teacher. But he has decided that he needs to amass about $750,000 in order for him to have his family be financially secure. So with the help of his former student, he decides to cook crystal meth. And he's very good at it. Uh, he, he creates a, a quality level that's far beyond anything out there. And he quickly makes his 750000 But as often is the case, you know, when you have that little bit of taste of success, it's hard to give it up. Mm. And Walter has a very good hard time giving it up. Eventually, other drug dealers become aware of his product. He gets involved with just about every type of low life you could imagine, from Nazis to gun runners, you name it. He gets involved in it as he builds this empire of money. But unfortunately, he can't even spend the money because it's all illegally begotten. So. Yeah, towards the end of the show, he's literally keeping his money inside of a um, one of those storage facilities and spraying it for silver bucks. <laughs> it's literally it's like fourteen million dollars on blocks. Doesn't even know know what to do. It all right. Well, it's an interesting show. Uh, thankfully, it is just TV. But the thing about TV is sometimes TV is based in reality. So I want to turn your attention to a real life Walter White, sort of Jack Vidianin. What a great last name that is. Jack Vidianin is a 41-year-old Ivy League-educated attorney, and he works in the IRS Office of Personal Responsibility. And that office specifically goes after knowledgeable people, accountants, attorneys, even other IRS agents. You know, They're going to try to focus in on the people who really know how to beat the system. And interestingly enough, Mr. Vidianin had, a, had an interest similar to that of Walter White. Back in December, agents came across 460 grams of crystal meth. It was in a FedEx package. Now, 
Criminals will notoriously use Federal Express or even UPS rather than the United States Postal Service because if you use the U.S. Postal Service for committing a crime, you get a whole new slew of crimes added to your list. So it's not just that you were a drug dealer, but you are now going to be convicted of mail fraud, which is much easier to get you on because you dropped the package in the mail. So they will almost always, you know, they're smart. And there aren't too many smart criminals, but they will stay away from the U.S. Post Office. And Mr. Villanen is obviously a smart guy, but he wasn't as smart as you would think. So, so first of all, we've got this huge package, and the, the police track it down, and they get a hold of the person for who it's intended to receive it. And that person decides to spill the beans. He said, well, you know, here's where I got it. I've been getting it from an IRS agent who works in Washington, D.C., so, naturally, the, the police are intrigued, and they said, well, all right, we can give you a reduced sentence, but you're going to have to help us get Jack. And he does just that. Um, in fact, he gets a video chat, like on Skype, records it, talking to Jack. And Jack's actually smoking some crystal meth in a, in a glass pipe oh, how about while that? he's having this video chat. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because he's thinking he's talking to one of his trusted drug dealers. Right. So he lays it all out there. And uh, he also then arranges right there on, on the video to send him another shipment. And Jack even goes as far as to giving him the FedEx tracking number. So the police have all this information. And naturally, once that's all completed, he's busted. Big press release uh, just happened February 1st. And, of course, they made a lot of analogies to the show Breaking Bad. Now, he's got a number of issues at hand. Because not only does Jack, is he going to face time for dealing drugs, but he's also going to face time for failing to report his income to the IRS. You see, the IRS doesn't care how you get your income. They just want you to report it. So they are a completely separate jurisdiction. And if you don't report your income on illegal drug dealing, you've committed another crime. So that's where Jack, I mean, Jack was stupid in many, many other areas. Really, obviously, would come down to his hubris. So he's like, you know, I'm going to be involved in this, in this methamphetamine drug ring. And at the same time, I'm not going to pay taxes on it. And they got them both ways. You know, we've talked about in the show before, they couldn't pin Al Capone on, on bootlegging, gambling, prostitution, and murder. But they were able to pin him on not paying his taxes. And it's the same thing that, that, that's going on here. Okay. Why do I point this out? Well, first of all, this is such a, a sad waste of a very talented person who could have done great things with the gifts that God gave him. And he chose not to. Same with Walter White. Walter White, was a, in the show, was a very gifted chemist. And at the end, became a ruthless person who ultimately had many people killed. He killed some himself. And at the end, um, had nothing. You know, just destroyed his family, whatever. All right, we uh, get spoiler that. Spoiler alert. Oh, I know. Well, that's true. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you haven't watched the show by now, you're never going to watch it. But you know how those shows always end anyway. I haven't told you too much of this. No, no. All right. But here's the thing I always want to emphasize. These are, these are quaint and they're funny stories. But first of all, understand that there's a right way to do taxes. And right now we're at the point where people are getting their, their tax return ready and they're, they're completing all their forms. That's tax filing, folks. That's not tax planning. Tax filing is what you do after the year is over. You tell your story to the IRS. You hold your breath and you figure out what you owe. But what I would rather you do is spend just as much. In fact, I'd rather you spend even more time tax planning, figuring out what are the proactive steps you can do to reduce your taxes now and then beyond. You know, if you're sitting there with your all your money or a lot of your money in a 401k plan, an IRA, something like that, people, that's a ticking tax time bomb waiting to explode. You will pay the tax on that money. And you may want to believe that you'll be paying it at a lower rate. I don't share that belief. Because when I look at the demographics of our nation, and I look at the fact that so many people are getting older and are going to be relying upon Social Security and Medicaid. You know, it's been estimated that in about, by 2030, one in five people will be over age 65. That's a huge financial burden on this country. And I don't know how they're going to fix it other than perhaps raising taxes. You know we're not going to do it through mass immigration. Europe tried that, and look what the price they're paying. And I hate to be political, but I'm kind of glad we have a president who doesn't view that as the way to do it that there's a better way to do it, but you may end up having to pay more. Doesn't it make sense, particularly if you're maybe 10 years out from retirement, to take some good proactive steps, maybe pay the tax now on some of that money, maybe convert some of your IRA money to a Roth, 
or maybe use other tax-free investment vehicles. So you have some balance. I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense. So to explain this to you a little bit further, what we've done is for our listeners is we've created what we like to call the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And in it is literally a box of great information. There's book, free reports, audio piece, DVD, a lot of great pieces in there that that will explain to you just what you're faced with and how you can ultimately minimize this tax impact going forward. Do yourself a huge favor. You've taken the time to listen to tonight's show, and I really appreciate that. Take it a step further. Get a copy of this toolkit. Very easy to do. One way, you could text the word retire to 555-888. Again, retire to 555-888. When you do that, you'll get a response back from me. Hit the little link that I provide you. Enter your information. Boom. We'll send it out to you Monday. Or you could go to quizdan.com, and you'll see a big green button that says Quiz Dan. Click that and say, Dan, send me my retirement rescue toolkit. We'll get it out to you. Or give our office a call. If you call right now, 844-QUIZ-DAN, you'll get a recording from me. It'll ask you to just leave your information Monday morning. Beth will either be in contact with you, or if you leave us your mailing information, boom, she'll send it out. Okay? So do yourself a huge favor here. Taxes do not have to be as complex. They do not have to be a cause of extreme worry if you understand the system and you play it right. A lot of people try to navigate around the system in an illegal manner. And, you know, it's like most criminals, eventually you get caught. So these are some funny stories that we like to share. But what's not funny is you guys paying more than you should. I mean, that, that just bothers me tremendously. And I just see it time and time again. And usually it's just a result of lack of proactive planning. So again, text the word retire to 555-888. Get a copy of your retirement rescue toolkit. Do it right now. Just pull over the car if you're driving. Or if you're not, just order the kit. Get it done. You'll probably have it by Thursday or Friday of this week. Do it now. 844-QUIZ-DAN is the number. Or text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Great resource that a lot of people each and every week take advantage of here on the show. You text the word RETIRE to the number 555-888. And just like that, when you click on the link and give us your info, you'll get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit sent over to you. Lots of goodies, reports, information in there. 844-QUIZ-DAN is the number to call if you don't have a smartphone. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN. Again, the easiest way to do it, though, is to text the word RETIRE to the number 555-888 and get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Dan, I appreciate you featuring me on the uh, program today, talking about all the famous Walters out there and including my name amongst those. Greatly appreciate it. You know, you were Disney, then Cronkite. Your new nickname now is White. 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 Uh, Mr. White. We've really gone downhill in the stature of Walters (laughs) out there, if that's the case. I look forward for you someday to having a son named Walter. That's what I'm looking for. There you go. Walter. (laughs) Oh, there was Walter Jr. in the show, right? That was his son was Walter Jr. Yes. I actually liked Walter Jr. Walter Jr. was Oh, he was was the only moral person on the entire program. (laughs) Seriously. Yes, he was. Everybody else was evil and corrupt or corruptible, and Walter was a pure soul. He was. He (laughs) was. Uh, Most Walters are old souls, except for Walter White, maybe. And yeah, uh, Walters and Marthas. Yeah, that's absolutely. right. That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, very neat. Well, Dan, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you for uh, filling us in on all that good info today. And, have a, have uh, a great week, everybody. Yeah, we'll do it again a week from today. Make sure you come out and uh, join us for the next Solving the Financial Puzzle. But in the meantime, if you want to get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit, one more time, the way to get your hands on it is to text the word RETIRE to the number 555-888, or you can call 844-QUIZ-DAN. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you next week on Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Caprell. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of MPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, call 800-353-7923.